Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comments and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm, and we're located in Riverside. We serve the Inland Empire. I'm a certified financial planner, and uh, with me today is Jeremiah Lee. He's also a certified financial planner, but he's also our resident attorney. And we're going to talk about various things. We're going to talk about inflation today in our retirement update. But if you'd like to know more about our company, I would really encourage you to go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com, or just simply call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. Now, in our first segment of the program today under Retirement Update, it's a subject matter that Jeremiah and I have been listening to and hearing a lot about, and that is inflation. It seems to be kind of the top of the top of the key conversation with everybody. And the question really comes by, you know, really that the key factor for me is, is inflation transitory? In other words, is this just going to kind of move, move through the cycle? Or do we have a base effect? In other words, what they refer to as a base effect is that will it be embedded for a long time? And will it have an effect? Now, of course, for people that are retired, the major issue is if you're on fixed income or fairly fixed income, Inflation can be devastating to your purchasing power down the down the road. So um, I know, Jeremiah, you and I have talked a lot in our office. We've talked a lot about the inflationary side of things. And um, I think the age difference between you and I is is my experience goes back to the 70s and the early 80s when inflation was was rampant. I mean, it was a big, big problem. And we've had pretty much a cooling of inflation up until right now. All of a sudden now we've got this this uh, inflation effect. What What is your take on it? What do you see? Yeah, I think we've been talking. That's great. Thanks for having me on the show, Randy. Uh, we've been talking about inflation well before we've seen it. Uh, all summer, you know, we discussed the stimulus, the, the economy, the things that were happening out there, and there are discussions of, of inflation before we've seen it. But back in this last April, you know, last month, the inflation was 4.2%. I mean, that's pretty high. I mean, it, I mean, that's pretty high. It is high. The, the, the Fed's mandate, their goal is a 2 to 2.5%. That's what they're shooting for. And in order to hit that, of course, they're going to be over it some years, under it some years. But just, for- and just to be clear here, the Federal Reserve has a two-prong uh, objective. One of them is inflation. They want to keep inflation in check. But right now, the other mandate that they've taken on is employment. They want to have lower employment. They want to get back to where we were in January, February of last year. That's right. And so this is the first we're starting to see inflation creep in in a real way. We're actually seeing it. And the question which we've been discussing and a lot of clients have been discussing with them is, and you just mentioned, is it is it just a moment where we're seeing this or is it something here to stay? The argument for the moment is where we say that there's 
a lot of money chasing a few goods because a lot of the supplying companies have not ramped up their production yet. You know, there's shortages on timber, there's shortages uh, throughout the economy on, on different items. And the question being, is that because there's generally a shortage and it's going to cause higher prices? Or I mean, is it just I mean, lumber moment? prices have gone up almost what? 300 to 400%, something like that. It's been extraordinary growth. Yep. And yeah. And that's domestic issues that we've had a lot of building very quickly. It's also international <laughs> issues that we're a lot of that uh, lumber stuck at the border. You know, it's not coming in from Canada and that's, that's changing prices as well. Um, so the question that we're asking, a lot of people are asking is, is this going to be something that will persist that it's, it's going to be a, a keep going higher and exist for a couple more years, or is it just a moment? I, I tend to see it as a moment. Um, I, I think, 4.2 is a number that I don't think we can rely on for the future. Right. It's, it's the moment. And whether that the future has its own number <laughs> that's higher or lower, that's an uncertainty. But I don't see this as a, um, a proof that we're going to have long-term growing inflation. I think we have a moment of yeah. tight prices. So I think, I think one of the comments that I read, I think that makes a lot of sense. This is a stimulus shock. And so you have, you have the government pouring out nearly $5 trillion in stimulus, and they're talking about more. You know, with the infrastructure and all this money is pouring into the economy and um, it, it creates a demand. In other words, and, and, and again, to be fair, companies were caught, caught really unaware. I mean, they, they shut down, they rolled back, they reduced their production back in last year when, at the peak of the COVID. They didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And then all of a sudden the economy picked up and many companies, their supply chains were were just cut off. They didn't have the ability to just, you know, turn it off and on. It's not like a flip switch. Um, and we're seeing that like with the car industry on chips. I mean, we see the new cars, they, they don't have enough chips. They can't produce cars. And that's rolling over into price, uh, price point on used cars, you know, things like that. So that's right. And the question that we always get from clients is what do we do? Right. What do we do now that we see inflation? Do we change everything? Do we not? I mean, the classic items that we've seen um, as safe, safe harbors are gold, commodities, um, real estate, and something called TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. You know, those, those are still effective items, but for our clients, we have not you know, advised that they pull the lever, <laughs> move everything over, but, but the economy, the, the regular stock market is still producing um, gains that are outstripping inflation. Yeah, and we look at like gold, for example, um, we look at gold and gold has not been all that erratic in all this, you know, people compare gold and they, then they go to the, the digital coins like Bitcoin and such, which I think is, uh, I still think is a, is a radical position, but gold has not taken off. So if inflation was embedded, wouldn't you think that gold would, would rise much more than it has? It really has stayed relatively flat in comparison with other, other price points. That's right. And those are all, I think, good symbols. I think to, to take devil's advocate, flip on the other side, um, the, the money supplies, and we've talked about a fair amount, they call it the M2 money supply. It's kind of the, the amount of dollars floating around. Generally, the money supply in the US, the US dollars, grows by 5.8 a year. That's what it did from 2010 to 2019. Every year, you, there's more people, you make more money. Um, last, in 2020, it grew 26%. <laughs> so, you know, what, now, folks, you got to understand if you're listening to us, that is a huge huge unprecedented increase in money supply. Yeah, that means what, almost one out of every four dollars was created in 2020. Just <laughs> unbelievable. It, it's unreal. And then 2021, we're on track right now to have 12%. Mm -hmm. So much less than last year, but still on track for, for great growth. And so the, the argument being, if there's that much money chasing goods, how can there not be inflation? And I think that's the, the struggle we, we look into is saying everything I see at the moment doesn't appear that we have long-term inflation, but this looming money supply item, it's concerning.
It is. And I think what we're going to find is politically, I mean, that's that's where we're going to look at is what's what's the action is going to be taken politically. Again, stay tuned, folks, because this is not going to be a one and done thing. This is going to take us through this year on how solutions occur and we get better indications of what how inflation is going to. One of the things we're concerned about is stagflation. And we'll talk, you know, we don't really have time today to get to really dig into that subject. But it's things that we're concerned about. We look at right now. We're saying that this is going to be more transitory. We don't see it as something that is going to be permanently embedded. Again, most of the um, uh, things that are going up in price are producer structure. So you produce more of it. The labor market levels out and you're going to see pricing come back down. But we'll see. But we'll see. It's something that we want to be looking at continually. Right. That's right. So stay tuned for our next section. We're going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. If you listen to us in the first segment, Jeremiah and I talked about inflation. I want to kind of expand that and talk about the volatility that is coming into the marketplace because of the concern about inflation. So we're seeing more of that volatility. And a lot of it has to do, of course, with the concern about whether the Federal Reserve is going to increase you know, interest rates to hold back inflation. The other aspect is there's some, there's some talk and there's some negotiations in Washington about higher taxes. I've talked to many clients and they have, they have a concern about it. There's no question that, that they're concerned that taxes. Again, what has been indicated to us and what our research has shown is taxes is there, if there's an increase that is passed, it's going to go primarily to the higher income groups. So if you're making $400,000 a year in taxable income, I would say, yeah, you're probably going to see a tax increase. Although, you know, at the end of the day, it's still Washington. There's political um, manipulation. There is compromise that has to be done. So we don't know what that's going to be. We don't know what the size of the infrastructure bill that they're proposing right now, what's going to come out of Congress. All we know is there's a lot of money supply going out there right now. There's a massive amount of money in stimulus in going to uh, the unemployed. In fact, if you look at what they receive as a annual income, uh, it's bordering close to $32,000 a year per person based on all the unemployment and the stimulus and everything else. And what we're going to see is some cross points. So, so these are some things we want to look at. First of all, the uh, moratorium on evictions is going to end next month. So in June, we're going to see you know, landlords taking a good hard look at their tenants and do they retain them? 
Do they compromise the, the rent in some way? And do they are they going to try and keep them in? Or are they going to evict? Are they going to kick out? And I think there's going to be some evictions. Uh, no question. I mean, people say, I can't pay. I can't, you know, if they haven't got a job, how are they going to continue to stay where they're at? I think the other thing, too, is that the stimulus checks are going to start to, according to timetable, unless they renew something. But by September, we're going to see diminishing uh, benefits being paid out to people. And those recipients then are going to be forced, you know, they're going to have to make changes. You know, my dad used to tell me when I was growing up, he said, you know, starvation is a great motivator. And I think what's going to happen if you have people who are just literally waiting before they act, they wait until the stimulus stops. I mean, you're going to have this, this panic. Oh, my goodness, I got to put food on the table and keep a roof over my head. And they're probably going to go into the job market. Now, it doesn't take, it doesn't take much observation to see that businesses are crying out for employees. Um, business is booming. There's a lot of demand. But I hear again and again, and what I read, all the investigative reports is that employers cannot hire people. And we're not talking about high-skilled people. We're talking basically starter wages, $15 an hour and so. Uh, but companies are offering, uh, there's one report I read, this, 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 this employer, he said, I'm offering $30 an hour. And he said, I can't get anybody to show up. And he said, I, that's not a starting wage. $30 an hour is a really decent wage. But he said, I can't get people. So what's happening, he's a developer and he's, he's shutting down projects. He had different, different projects in the course of certain points of development. And he's saying, I don't have the people. The cost of commodities has risen dramatically. So again, I think we're going to see an adjustment. I think we're in, you know, from June to September, I think we're going to see a lot more volatility. I think the economy is going to go through some, some fits up and down. But at the end of the day, folks, this is most important for you to hear the economy is doing extremely well. I mean, if we look at year to date, the, um, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up over almost 12.5%. And that was the end of last week. Now, we see some volatility this week. But if we look at just the S&P and the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ, you know, but again, last year, they were up over 40%. So we're seeing coming off extreme highs. It's natural that you would have people do some profit taking and kind of pull back. We do not see the economy moving in a direction, or let's put it this way, forces that would cause the economy to move into a recession. Now, again, the Federal Reserve is keeping a really close eye, but Jerome Powell, who is the kingpin of the Federal Reserve, he's the one that everybody listens to. His comments have been, you know, what's going on right now is really kind of uh, transitory. That's the kind of the word he's using. That's what everybody's picking up on. In other words, it's going to be temporary. But it could be anywhere from 12 to 18 months. But during that period of time, look at profits. Good value-based companies with, with free cash flow are running about 36% ahead of where they were the year before. So we're seeing phenomenal profits coming into these companies, even with some labor shortages. So uh, there's a rotation going on. You're seeing that the effect of the economy or the effect of the marketplace, they're moving out of what we consider the more um, risk-oriented assets. You know, you look at the digital assets, that's just a whole nother subject matter. But we're looking also, the high tech has done extremely well last year. A lot of the money is moving out of there because the, the gain has been so significant last year, they know that it not, cannot continue to go up. So therefore, what's happening is we're seeing a rotation into value. And um, I can talk to you more about what that means, but we help our clients actually build a structure 
if you go to our website, you know, planning by the numbers is one of our key, our trademark um, logos. And what we do is we sit down with our clients and we determine, first of all, what is their required rate of return? In other words, what is the amount of return that they have to make on their money in order to live their life comfortably for the rest of their life? So, and we take it through a, a really stringent analysis to determine what's the highs and the lows and what can they tolerate. And we try to come up with a number. And then what we do is we build a portfolio, we structure it out of individual stocks and bonds. It typically is, if you have about $250,000 or more, we can build a mutual fund for you with high level management to be able to accomplish pension-like returns for you and for your loved one. So therefore, it is critically important that you don't get caught up in the activities of today, you know, the news is of the day, because remember, news is the news is they're paid to find the train wreck. So they're always going to point out the negatives. But underlying, we have some really strong positives. And the positives right now in this economy is the businesses are doing really well. They're expanding at a clip. And one of, one of the problems they have right now is getting labor into the jobs and positions so that they can produce more product. There's a supply chain issues that most likely will be resolved within the next 12 to 18 months. Um, I, think, I think the infrastructure bill is probably going to happen. We don't know what the dollar amount of that is going to be, but we think it is going to happen in the near future. Um, taxes, yeah, they'll go up, but it's going to affect mostly the very wealthy. So don't get overly wrapped, you know, but don't put your head completely around that and say, okay, it's, I got inflation and taxes. How am I going to live? It's not going to be, at least at right now, from what we're seeing, it's not going to be devastating. This is a momentary thing. We got stimulus shock and it's going to have an impact upon certain things like goods and services. But at the end of the day, things will start to level out. It may take 12 to 18 months for it to level out, but the economy looks really strong going through the rest of this year. If you'd like to know more about what we do and how we build a structure for each and every one of our clients, give us a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Let's build a plan together. Stay tuned for my next section. We're going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. It's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as news you can use. Uh, Jeremiah is coming back and in, in participating in this section, so... We've got a couple different articles that we'd like to share with you, and we're going to have a conversation about it. One of them is called The Jobless Claims Continue Trending Lower, and I'll also attach that is Work Ethic Dying. So, Jeremiah, I mean, the jobless claims have had a dramatic downturn. I mean, we've seen improvement, haven't we? That's right. Jobless, we were just talking about this earlier today, that the jobless claims are down 3 million, what they were last month, which is fantastic, but it's still eight times what it was pre-foreclosure. So to say we're out of the woods, you know, economic, the economy is recovering. But I think when you get to an individual 
um, individual workers, you know, jobless claims, we're still not doing great. You know, we're still in that position. And I think getting people back to work is a difficult task. I, you know, we were hoping it'd be an easy task. You know, the stimulus stops, people get right back to work, but there's a number of factors that are still out there. We've spoken about the stimulus that's still going on. It's, it's expected right. to go through September. Um, and until that safety net kind of goes away, there's people who just you know don't have the motivation. But even the people who have the motivation, I mean, childcare is, is a massive issue. I think you can't, with kids not going back to school, with not having full-time childcare, there's a lot of workers who simply can't enter the market. And this stimulus is keeping them afloat. Um, similar fear of getting sick. There's a number of folks who I think are still concerned. I think, I mean, that's coming down. Especially yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what percentage of people have a real fear still of getting vaccinated, but I, hopefully that's diminishing. Yeah. Um, you know, in the United States, it's proven that the higher the, the vaccination rate, the, the less infection rate, and the more that people start to just get back to normality. But uh, there is there is still some that are still concerned about it. So. Yeah, that's right. And I think the, the third item I see is, is career change. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there who had one career. And when they lost that job, they said, now is a moment to try and get into the job I really want. You know, I got stuck in that career for five years. I didn't really mean to, but it was putting food on the table. And now it's a moment to push again for something they're looking for. And anytime that happens, there's some friction in the job markets. And there's some right. difficulty of getting the right workers lined up with the right jobs. Right. And if things open very quickly, then workers might just jump right back into a good job. But if it opens slowly, they may be pickier about finding a job they really want. And, and Biden came out with a comment. In fact, it's stated in this one article. But you know, the question is, how is he going to enforce it? But Biden came out and says, if you if you turn down a suitable job, you will probably they'll stop sending you stimulus. The question is, how does they how do they control that and monitor that? So I don't know. Right. I mean, well, that's for California at least. I think that's getting back to normal. I mean, California, you have to be looking for a job, you know, actively while on employment. I think they suspended that, at least federally attempted to suspend that during this COVID time. Um, so I, to me, that's getting back to normal. That's not a new, a, a new provision, but that's, right. that's kind of expected. And one of Biden's quotes, he said, people will come back to work if they're paid a decent wage. And to me, that, that's that's his political leaning. You know, that, that's his right. thought. That's his belief. Um, you know, the fact you last mentioned in your last segment, you know, that there's you know, employers who are upping wages, trying to get people to work. And the hard part is they're just not there yet. Whether like I said, whether it's childcare, whether it's um, a career change, we're just seeing this. this or it could just be laziness. It could be. That's I mean, right. we could be creating a moral hazard by paying people to stay home. And, you know, I don't want to be too crass about it. Stay home and on the couch and play video games all day. You know, all of a sudden, you know, as long as I'm getting paid, I can continue to live in this environment for as long as I want. But yeah, we but all know that that doesn't last forever. It doesn't. Well, the second article we, we were talking about is, is the work ethic dying. It was in the opinion, opinion section of the Wall Street Journal. You know, one of the, the things that highlighted really well there is that a job is a paycheck, but it's also, you know, an element of dignity. It's also how you engage with the community. Right. And if, you know, re- self-respect. Yeah. And it's interesting how that relates to remote work because remote work is not contrary to any of that, uh, but it's different. And right. so you're, some people are working in secret and whether that produces the same level of community, um, I, I think it does. I think it still does. But the question being, if, if, if there's a whole generation that's struggling to work and to get consistent, steady jobs, um, are they also losing that, that community, not just in you know, connecting with people, but in feeling that you're a contributing member of your, of your society, of your group? Um, that there's a real important aspect of that, that uh, I think it's going to be different than it used to be. You know, putting on a, a shirt and tie or putting on a, a, a uniform to go to work, I think there's some purpose in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, again, the, the primary jobs are people that are at the lower end of the spectrum as far as their salary and income. And that is the biggest workforce that needs to go back to work. So if you'd like to have a copy of these articles, we'd be more than happy to send them out to you. It's called Jobless Claims Continue Trending Lower. And the other one is kind of the overlay. It's called Is the Work Ethic Dying? 
And if you'd like to have a free reprint of this, we'd be more than happy to send one out to you. Just give us a call at our office, 951-684-7011, or just simply go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances, the information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.